had a sweet little girl I lose my baby boy ain't that bad
people ain't that bad. listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyash. Today, I'm here with some special guests. We're talking about the first Winnipeg Winter Blues Festival, which is happening on March 10th, this Saturday, uh, starting at 3 p.m. until uh, until like 2 a.m., I think I saw on the poster. Midnight. Yeah. Midnight. Oh, okay. I, oh, midnight. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, we could still party till two, right? Yes. Um, the official time is midnight. Midnight. Yeah. The official <laughs> time. That's what we have to put on the posters. Um, so let's go around the table and everyone say who you are, how you're involved in the River City Blue Society, and uh, on what you do invo- uh, concerning music. <clears throat> uh, hello, Ashley. Uh, my name's uh, Rick uh, Ginshark. Hello. Uh, I'm currently the president of the River City Blue Society. Congratulations. Well, Thank you. <laughs> and um, basically just helping to lead up a great board that we have That's uh, that came into existence about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Hi, my name's uh, Darren Bouchard. Um, I basically take care of uh, basically the Internet, anything that involves computers. I guess I'm the youngest guy on the board, so that defaulted to me. Mm-hmm. And um, when it comes down, time for shows, uh, work at doing the stage, the sound, those kind of things. Uh, that's how I'm involved with the board. Wow. So you're like all the electronic kind of stuff and yeah. making everything the, sound good the and look good. technical stuff, yeah. Awesome. And people can find it, right? Yeah, awesome. definitely. Did you do the poster too? Uh, no, I okay. did not do the posters. That was like, was you're like so super much. talented because <laughs> I can't make a poster to save my life. So awesome. Yeah, I'm Big Dave McLean. I've been playing blues here in Winnipeg for the past 45 years and I'm looking forward to working with the River City Blues Society at this first annual blues <laughs> yes. event. Yes, and that's the attitude you, we want. I'm really pleased to see it happening in Winnipeg again. It's been a long time since we've had a Winter Blues Festival. Oh, really? So this has happened before? Well, I, I played one at the a different university. <laughs> <laughs> Not the university. Back, back, in, uh, back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's about time it came around again. And, Woo! Blues is back. Absolutely. <laughs> and better than ever, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so how did you all get involved in music? Like, how, what, what were your beginnings? Uh, I, I guess from my perspective, it's just basically just had a passion for music. And um, it's like I always uh, like to rely on this quote from Jimi Hendrix, music is my religion. So I've always had this passion for it. And, and I like to, I guess, call myself a, an aspiring musician at this point, you know, learning as much as I can and trying to build upon music uh, as I learn it. Mm-hmm. Did you did you grow up taking lessons or are you all self-taught? I grew up taking many times lessons. Mm-hmm. And um, as I was explaining to Darren at one point, um, 
it's one of those things where you start music and you fall out of music and, and you go back into it and come out of it. And like I always say, it's where life kind of takes over. And unfortunately, music became the sacrifice. But now at this stage of my life, I'm kind of putting it as a priority. Oh, that's good. Uh, basically been uh, involved in music my whole life. I have a father and uh, two older brothers that play. So uh, I've been playing my whole life and always wanted to get involved with uh, organizing shows. And when the opportunity came to get involved with the board, I, I was all over it. Uh, yeah, just want to be involved, set things up, and, uh, and make some shows happen. Awesome. Well, I too, like Rick, I'm an expiring musician. <laughs> <laughs> I feel honored to be compared that way to the <laughs> But uh, no, I've I've always been I've always had a passion for music. When I started out, I was listening to Tennessee Ernie Ford and Perry Como back in the fifties. <laughs> but uh, I fell in love with the blues when I uh, started hearing fellows like John Hammond uh, out of New York who who came to the Mariposa, uh, Toronto Mariposa Folk Festival back in the 60s, 69. It was the first time I heard him play, and it absolutely floored me that somebody could play guitar and sing with such passion and, and depth as, as John Hammond did. And, and I uh, coaxed him into a, my first guitar lesson, which just got me hooked right there. And then I moved on and started bumping into a lot of the blues performers, mainly through the Winnipeg Folk Festival, because I played about 17 of the first ones, and uh, I got to meet a lot of the players that uh, I'd been listening to their records, you know, for years, and eventually I made it up on stage, and I was playing beside them, and I talked to them about events that I read about and uh, <laughs> it was it was it was amazing to actually meet my heroes and uh, that's fantastic and be inspired by them and uh, and and nurtured and you know uh, John Hammond was like a mentor and then I met Muddy Waters and that really put me over the top and uh, he became a friend of, over the years wow. and, uh, yeah I've been I've been very very privileged so I've uh, I've always had a love for the blues and I always will that's amazing. Till there's grass growing over my head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thicker than the grass. <laughs> so while we were talking, some people came into this uh, into the studio. Want to grab that mic and tell me who you Hi. are? Jim Butler. We just had our friend Daryl Torsh's funeral. He was a great guitar player. Just, yeah, I'm and sorry. Uh, just drove in from Transcona. And uh, yeah, I'll be playing on uh, Saturday night too as well. Along here with Dave. And how did you get involved in um, in music? Um, I, I grew up in the Paw. Okay. <laughs> grew up in the farm, and and uh, I started guitar when I was about eleven or twelve. And uh, was I was I started out as a thumb picker. I always had a thumb pick on, so I learned how to play Chet Atkins stuff really young and. Oh, I thought that was some kind of like term for like a like a like someone who's like needs a, a ride. Like they stick their thumb out. Yeah, Never mind. just kidding. <laughs> it That's always like a term for it always worked hitchhiking, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, but besides the blues, I was always always interested in um, many forms of music. So I never really I never really focused on like 
making a blues as a part of like as a career move or anything it's just sort of like a, the style of music i just was kind of in the closet with for a long time playing it and i I think it's just more recently in in the in the last years and stuff like that. I'd sort of taken it more seriously, and I, I like the uh, the Delta stuff, like the the old Delta Blue stuff, and then the finger picking stuff because I've always been a thumb picker, and I really sort of really got in depth with uh, learning how to play these styles of music. I guess uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of Mississippi John Hurt and a lot of guys, okay, Reverend Gary Davis and. So, kind of got more interested in more and more and more and more interested in it, and and um, well, I'll be starting off with my acoustic on Saturday night. So, mm-hmm. and uh, s- sort of, it's all I really want to play nowadays. It's just sort of the blues rock stuff, and so I don't really want to do anything else. Okay. So, so as someone, as I said before, is not very familiar with. Um, with blues, I mean, I, I've heard it, but I, it's not something that I really listen to very often. Um, no offense, <laughs> I do really appreciate it. Um, if for a lot of my listeners, I know, um, listen to a lot of different types of genres. Not maybe they listen to metal or just folk and stuff. If you wanted to hook a, a younger person to blues, what would you say to them? What is blues to you? What does it mean to you? Anyone? <laughs> it's Dave, hard. I'll let you go on this one. For <laughs> <laughs> Well, blues is a feeling, and it's something I find it. It's very personal. It's the people's music. It's uh, you know, it belongs to all of us. And uh, it started out in the deep south, but uh, it's grown to a world audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I mean, the blues. There are many styles of blues. It's like there's many different types of cats and dogs you know, there's, <laughs> there's many styles so to say I've heard people say I don't like blues and I say oh which kind and they, what do you mean which kind and they, well, <laughs> there's many kinds there are many styles mm-hmm. and uh, I thought do you like rock and roll and they go well, yeah well you probably like early blues too then because that's where it came from you like jazz same thing. Another brother of the blues. Mm-hmm. You know, they're connected at the hip. And uh, so, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of styles. And uh, I personally fell in love with the uh, Delta blues, just like Tim was talking about earlier. You know, the country blues. And then uh, the urban blues, the Chicago blues, the Texas blues, Detroit. Almost each region had their own sound. You could hear somebody playing guitar, you would know you would know what kind of music they're, they're, they're emulating or, 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 or playing, you know. Uh, you could tell because they had that, that sound. You, you know the difference between Chicago and, and, and Florida, mm-hmm. you know. There's a, so it's regional, there's, too. Yeah, and, okay. well, it's, it can be, yes. Uh, you know, there's Piedmont Blues, there's Delta Blues, That's Chicago Blues. a little blues. overwhelming. <laughs> like, what, what, what do I... Blues. What do you pick first? Like, what would you, you what know, would be the easiest? Well, people have to do their homework. You know, everybody thinks, a lot of people think it all started with Stevie Ray. And it's like, well, no, he's, God, the, no. he's the first guy to tell you that it goes way back. You know, he, his heroes, people say, I love that when you were playing on the guitar. And he would say, that's Albert King. Yeah. That's Otis Rush. That's Magic Sam. These were the guys that he yeah. learned from. Okay. And you could trace it. It's, it's, it's like a big spider web. You could trace it back. You can. Uh, I saw a lifeline in Muddy Waters once. 
and they had from the year 1915 when he was born up till 1983 when he died, all the different uh, bands and all the different guys that were connected to him personally, mm-hmm. and it was like it was like a spider web. It just branched out and. These guys, those guys, and, and you would recognize half the bands out there, right up into the rock guys. Wow. You know, into the Eric Clapton's and, the, well, he was a blues guy too, but I he mean, into, into, into all kinds of different styles of, mm-hmm. uh, of music, period. But it all connected at some point on his lifeline. Yeah. Which uh, I always found to be quite fascinating. That's, that's really interesting. What were you yeah. going to say, Tim? Do you like the Rolling Stones? Yeah. I, I've, I've heard of them. You've heard of that? I've heard of them. <laughs> well, it's funny because there's a there's a video out on uh, YouTube that the Rolling Stones on the um, I think it was a Dick Cavett or I think it was I think it was a Dick Cavett show in 1964. They brought out this guy Howlin' Wolf. Okay. And everybody has said, "Well, wow, who is this?" You know, and and basically, <laughs> Mick Jagger says, "Well, those first three albums we did, he wrote all the songs." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and you people in America, you invited us over here with all these other British guys. We're playing all these concerts. We're doing all this music, and these guys in your own backyard wrote all the stuff. <laughs> nineteen sixty three. Yeah. Nineteen sixty three. The Beatles were getting off a plane. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the, the the reporter said, uh, "What's the first thing you want to do when you get here?" They said they said they wanted to see the Empire State Building and they wanted to see Muddy Waters. Exactly. And the guy said, "What's that?" He says, "What's that?" <laughs> he said, "Don't you even know who your own heroes are." You yeah. know, yeah. it's like. Are you kidding? Yeah. Wow. And then they took them over to England, and all of a sudden, everybody yeah. in England just ate oh, them. Oh, yeah, you like bet. They started. And, and sure. then they started getting famous in America after that. <laughs> That's weird how <laughs> after, that works. After these guys, it's, which is kind of sad because, you know, for a while there, it was almost like these people that were. Uh, I love the story of Muddy going into Chicago, though. He went, like, he went to Chicago, and, and uh, the whole. Thing was really happening in Chicago because a lot of people went up there, like the black people went up there to work. It was jobs mm-hmm. from the south, and there was like thousands and thousands and thousands went up there in the late 40s and stuff. And it was like that's when the blues explosion basically kind of happened there. And then it kind of just fizzled out, and all these guys are sort of were kind of struggling when the when the rock and roll kind of came in, you know, Elvis and everybody like that, yeah. <laughs> you know. But you know what? But Dave's been keeping it alive for a long time, and I've been going. I've been going to his jams forever. Don't <laughs> pick on me. I'm not on you, but you're the you're the true troubadour of Winnipeg, man. That's for sure. I know. I was yeah. looking in the in our local uh, collection for the CD, and there's this pile of like um, one, two, three, four, five. It's like seven. Well, you're, missing, you're missing a couple. I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nine. It's impressive, and I'm like. I was telling people that you're coming on the show. They're like, really? Like, that's, that's crazy. Um, so um, I'm very happy that you guys are here. And I, I wish I knew more about blues. So if I was going to look for more, who would you right now at this moment say, go listen to this individual's right now in terms of blues musicians, regardless of which blues genre? Jimmy Reed. Jimmy Reed. Yep. That's it? There's a lot of. I mean, that's not it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you want a list? Yeah, I do. I give you a list Shout of out people. easy names like I could possibly just Google later or go onto Spotify even if they're there. 
Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Otis Spann. Johnny Shanks. Yeah. Buddy Guy. Everybody loves oh, Buddy, Buddy Guy. Yeah. yeah. Call Wolf, Buddy yeah. Waters, Elmore Buddy James, Waters, yeah, all those Sonny guys. Boy Williamson, Little Walter. What about, uh, are there any female artists? Oh, tons. Yeah. That you can think yeah. of? Big Mama Thornton. Uh, Randy, mm-hmm. Big Mama Thornton. Uh, oh, oh, God. Yeah. Bessie Smith. Oh, and who's the, 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 the gospel the chick there? What was her name? Uh, she, played, <laughs> she, she played the uh, the SG. Uh, she was great. Um, <coughs> Rosetta Thorpe. Rosetta oh, Thorpe, yes. yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I've heard these names. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, uh, we're all here talking about the soon uh, approaching the first Winnipeg Winter Blues Festival, which is this Saturday on March 10th. Where is it happening? At the Canada Inns on 2100 McPhillips at the Essence Event Center. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know where that is. (laughs) Um, And how did this festival start? You said uh, a a while back that we had blues festivals. It's been a while. What brought this one to what it is today? It's actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, um, I'll just give you a bit of context to the whole thing. It's it's. The River City Blue Society, first of all, came into existence about three years ago. Yeah. And, and, you know, our mandate was, was really quite simple. It was, it was essentially to promote the local artists, promote the music, um, uh, educate others in what blues music is all about. And, you know, it's, it's our vision, ultimately, is to become internationally recognized as a society that promotes and advances the blues music. So when we came into existence, uh, the first thing we did was, well, how do we get some, some recognition on, uh, for some of the artists? And the first thing we did was we created an autumn uh, blues bash, something very small. We selected a local bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought in three artists, and we started selling tickets, trying to promote what we're all about. Yeah. Uh, that turned out quite well. So we had our second annual fall bash, and we found that the attendance was getting larger. And then this past fall, we had our third annual, and it was a sellout. And so we started to see from the signs that people are getting more and more interested in what we were trying to achieve as our objective. More people are finding out about it. Finding out about it, exactly. Um, So in some of the discussions with some of the local artists, we also asked them, like, what what do you want us to do? You know, as a society that's trying to help you uh, in your cause towards promoting the blues. And a lot of them said, let's basically give us more opportunity to play. Give us more opportunity to to play in the local scene and so forth and so forth. So, it, sorry, just real quick, is it hard for blues uh, musicians to find performance opportunities here in Winnipeg? It, it's not easy. Not easy. It's, okay. it's it's essentially not easy, and because there's not a lot of opportunity that's given. I mean, basically every band is promoting themselves, marketing themselves, mm-hmm. looking for individual opportunities, and so subsequently, what we're trying to do is become a society that helps them in that cause to get more recognition and more profiling okay. and create opportunities. Mm-hmm. So we thought that based on the growing success that we were having with the Fall Bash, we thought we'd take that bold step and in, and actually create a festival where, you know, it's something that's an all-day. Uh, we wanted to keep it affordable to everyone. And hence, along came the, the first Winter's Blues Festival uh, this, this, uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, we looked at uh, who were some of the top artists that would help us actually, you know, get that recognition for the blues music. And, well, the name, we came up with eight uh, big names, including people like Big Dave and Tim Butler here, mm-hmm. which, you know, we really respect the music that they and what they've done for blues music up till now, uh, along with the other six artists as well. And uh, 
perpetrators. The perpetrators, Rami Mays, uh, yeah. Uh, Justin Aaron, B-Side Champs, Junction. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are those are big Winnipeg, Manitoba artists. Yeah. And you know, for what we're what we're trying to do is at at a thirty five dollars for an all day pass, it's affordable to anybody in Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. And at this point in time, which is just a few days before the event, we're very pleased to say that we almost have a sellout. Wow! So going from where we've come from the autumn bash to where we are today, I think it's a big step. And like Dave, I was very happy to hear Dave say that the first annual, and that's a very key operative word, Mm -hmm. we want to make this an annual Mm -hmm. event, and we're counting on Winnipeg and the surrounding area to help support it by attending this event. Yeah, I sold all my tickets. <laughs> we were pushing each of the artists to make sure they sell tickets for us. Yeah, and so they're uh, really for hard to duplicate who, on the machine. Too. <laughs> so, for people who are, who are listening now who want to come to this and they're like, I, I want to be part of this. Where can people buy tickets? We made it very easy. Mm-hmm. First of all, our website. Yes. Uh, the River City Blue Society. Ca. Mm-hmm. They can go there. They can buy an e-ticket right online. Uh, if not, they can go, along, go down to Marshall's Music, which is one of our sponsors for this event. Mm-hmm. They could buy it right at the front desk. Or, if they want, they could just send one of the board members a message. She'll be scalping on the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be looking for the scalpers outside on it. <laughs> There's also a tic- uh, online.tickets.ca forward slash online forward slash seat select.asap. I will include links to all of these for everyone who's listening on the Winnipeg Music Project website so you can find the easy uh uh, just, or, and I'll also share it, I think, on uh, Facebook as well, an easy link for you to find it so you can get your tickets. Like uh, like Rick said, the tickets are going fast, if not soon to be sold out, so you want to get them soon. It's this Saturday, and I know you're not doing anything. <laughs> you can come to the show. Yeah, um, That's awesome. Let's listen, listen to another song. I have uh, Rami Mays' album, uh, Lucky Tonight, on uh, on the uh, in the player, so I'm going to play the, the first song, Easy on You. So everyone, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I'm Ashley Vignage. I'm here with uh, Dave, Tim, Rick, and Darren, and we're promoting the first ever, and soon to be many, uh, Winnipeg Winter Blues Festival. Oops. Make it easy on you I got nothing left to lose
got so much on my mind Trying to give you what you need Yeah, I got so much on my mind You hold so tight, I just can't breathe Now I'm wondering how much longer could it be 
Welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Binyash. I am here with Rick and Darren from the River City Blues Society and Dave McLean and Tim Butler. We're promoting the first Winnipeg Winter Blues Festival, which is on March 10th. This is this Saturday. It goes from 3 till midnight. Now it's 2 a.m. like I originally thought. I'll probably be partying till 2 a.m., but I'll just be alone on the dance floor. Um, that's just my life, though. <laughs> Uh, we're now going to hear a song live by uh, Tim Butler. What song would you like to play for us? Oh, sorry, you told me that. Long Road Blues. Thank you. 
I choose mm, is blue. Sometimes it just don't seem to you. You got the long road blue. You've only left part of them. You gotta get yourself around that bend. You can like a grain of salt in the sand. You got the long road blue. You've only lived just part of them. Got the long road blues. Gotta get myself up around that bend. friend Daryl thank you that was was wonderful Um, thank you so much for sharing that Um, wow so what I want to know is when you're writing a blues song what what goes into that like what what is your how do you write a song that someone someone's listening knows that it's a blues tune well like Dave was saying earlier it's kind of like a feeling thing Mm -hmm. Uh, most of it is kind of a feeling thing because it's sort of adapted the styles from like like there's so many so many different blues people you can adapt styles to and it's a lot of it is like life experience personal experience yeah yeah you know yeah per- personal life experience and some sometimes it takes people a little bit longer to figure that out or shorter or whatever but i mean it's just that's that's basically what what it really is life experience okay you sure learn a lot from from American culture too, like somewhere like 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 a lot of where these guys came from and stuff. I know, like up here, like I know myself. I'm just kind of like it's like going to school when you listen to these guys because a lot of these guys worked on plantations and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. it was like so you sort of take that mindset and you go like, wow, it's amazing. It gives you makes you respect it a lot more knowing what they went through as a culture. 
And Dave's going to play a tune. Awesome. Right on. All right. <laughs> Move that. Woo. No, that's okay. I just need one. It'll be fine. I've done this enough times. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the tune called? Going home. All right. Is that is that how you feel right now, or is that the theme of the song? <laughs> you have your slide too. Nice. It's actually one of the first songs that Muddy Waters ever wrote. That's one of my all-time favorites. Somebody sure, they're sure gonna bury me. Looks down to the ocean. Hey, how the ocean, I'm out to the sea. 
up this morning. Yeah. Somebody's sure gonna bury me six feet in the cold ground. Late over in the evening, boys will feel like feel like blowing my horn. When I woke up this morning, all I had, all I had was gone. Said. Late over in the evening. Hey, how I feel like blowing my horn. I woke up this morning, yeah. All I had was gone. And the blues when I got up. Wow. Fantastic. This just gets me so excited. I, I don't know about you you listeners out there. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, but like, I'm really excited to go to this show, right? So let's repeat what this, when this is. This is March 10th, which is this Saturday. Starts at 3 p.m., goes all the way till midnight. We got at Essence, um, which is, uh, sorry, Essence Event Center, which is at uh, 2100 McPhillips? 2100. 2100, okay. 2100, yeah. uh, McPhillips Street. Uh, you want it? <laughs> it's like the same thing. <laughs> Almost the same thing. Almost. Uh, <laughs> and then one. And then yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to get tickets, and after hearing that, I know you guys want to, uh, you can go to Marshall's Music, which is on Henderson. One one three. Four three or one thousand one hundred and forty three Henderson <laughs> Highway. <laughs> you can go online <laughs> or go to River City Blues Society, uh, their website and events, and you can buy the tickets there. And also, I will include links on the WinnipegMusicProject.com, um, where you can find a link where you can find it for your, uh, your easy purchasing pleasure. What was that song again? You just played. Sorry, what was it called? I'm sorry. What was the song you just played called? Feel like going home. Feel like going waters, home. Uh, My wedding waters. That's right. Wonderful. Um, so. Uh, if people want to join the River City Blue Society, how do they get involved, and, and what kind of membership do they could they possibly purchase or, or get involved in? Well, it's really easy, uh, Ashley. First of all, at the event this coming Saturday, we're going to have a membership booth set up, so they can apply there. But um, they could either apply actually online as well. Okay. But really, what we're looking for is. For them to become a part of the society, because as the society grows and grows and grows, there are a lot of benefits that come to the membership. And for, okay. for example, for a $20 annual fee, uh, what that does for all the events, such as what we're hosting this coming Saturday, as well as some of the... $20? Uh, $20 wow. is all they need for the annual membership. It gives them a discount for all the future events. Uh, like our Autumn Blues Bash and so forth. And we're going to continue to keep creating more and more of these type of events throughout Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a lot of merchandise that that, uh, uh, that promotes the Blues Society and blues in general. And uh, again, as a member for a $20 annual fee, they get discounts at that. And something that's actually happening relatively soon is our annual general meeting where we uh, the membership is invited to it. And uh, t- uh, what we've done is similar to last year. We had one of the local artists play at this this event, wow. and that includes a free admission for them. Mm-hmm. So for twenty dollars, it's it's a great deal, and they're no supporting kidding. the society, and they're helping us continue to promote great artists like what you just heard here today. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some of that merch because uh, I work at Marshalls, and um, I've seen that there's aprons. Yeah, there's a like a fedora hat. Oh, there's blue, t-shirts. Blue sunglasses. Blue sunglasses. <laughs> See, so you can, you wear everything if you want and just all at once and go to the show and people will know that you are a real blues <laughs> fan. Or not. You can just 
wear one at a time. That's probably what you should do. Um, I might just buy everything and then just like walk around and be like, look, I I love blues now. Um, you wouldn't be the first. That's true. <laughs> People just like deck out and like this like kind of like realization. Just like how I'm I'm honestly kind of just like blown away that I don't know more about blues. I I I, I wish that there was more online. Because as as like a millennial and someone who's tons on yeah, I mean, but like being thrown into my face because I think one of the things with a lot of local artists they have um, they understand the marketing to the point where they just buy ads on Facebook and just always constantly like rock and pop from lo- locally. And I'm although I'm aware of some, many of the names that are being even coming onto the show or who are playing at the show. Um, I just want to. I just want more of it. So I think we should talk uh, after yes. about what we can do to make that happen. Um, so people who are listening, um, there are eight bands total. Eight, right? eight bands. I showed up seven fingers. But I meant eight. So we got Big Dave McLean who's here. Uh, the Perpetrators who will listen to uh, one of their songs in just a little bit. Rami Mays, Tracy K, uh, Junction, uh, Tim Butler. We play. You also played one of your soon to be released songs, which is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, B-Side Champs and Justin Aaron and Dirty Pool, who has been on the show previously. Um, as we were talking before when the music was playing, it's uh, different types of blues being played, right? It's a lot of different, um, I guess, is it genre? Um, genres of, of blues? Styles. Styles, yeah. Um, so people who are listening who maybe not may not be familiar with uh, blues, come to this show and you'll get to see the different kinds of blues so you can find something that you really resonate with and um, support. Um, I think that's wonderful. Um, so, I, yeah. <laughs> Where do we hope, uh, or we have the Autumn Festival, we have the Winter Festival. What other possible future things are going to be happening that people can buy into with the River City uh, Blue Society? Well, one of the things we're trying to do is we're trying to continue to grow what we're doing. As, okay. as I mentioned earlier, we started off with just having one event a year. Now we're down to having the autumn and a, and a, and a winter blues festival. And what we're hoping to do is, and some of the discussions we've already had at the board level, uh, is to create events like a, a spring or summer event. Okay. And so subsequently, we're going to continue to look at these type of opportunities. And again, it's, it's the only way that we can do it is with the support of Manitobans. Okay. You know, they have the local artists here, and the more that they sign up with the, with the River City Blues Society, that allows us to, to continue to create these opportunities for great artists like what you've just heard today. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Awesome. Um, I have one question uh, before we play one more song before we have to go. Um, just in terms of songwriting, as a songwriter myself, I'm always looking to learn more about the songwriting style. When you are writing your music or even when you're listening to many of the classic blues songs, what are some things that really stick out to you that you really love about, the? I guess, the theory of blues music? Is there a chord progression? Is there like a twanginess or a certain like technique that you use on your instrument that makes it like that you just love about blues Tim it's a it's a big question how long they can stay up all night (laughs) without passing out I don't know (laughs) Uh, you know what it's a feel thing totally because if 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 you listen to some of that the, the delta stuff especially like like Muddy Waters or even Robert Johnson, these guys, like you could tell that, you know, probably in the recordings it was sped up a bit, but you could tell like just how raw it is. To me, it's it's all it's like the raw, just pure raw 
natural energy of it all. Okay. It's not like, it's not like, it doesn't sound like it's been well rehearsed. You know what I mean? There's just, it's just something organic about it. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the beauty of it. It's, it's like organic music. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's, that's totally fair. Um, there, there's a, if I could just add, there's an old saying that I always liked and it talks about medicine heals the body, but blues heals the soul. And it gets right down to the heart of what music's all about. And, and even as I was watching Dave and Tim play here, you, you could see the passion that they put out and put into their music. And that's what I think the music, the blues music is all about, is, is people writing songs right from their heart and expressing it. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I love this. I'm so happy you guys came down for the show. I'm so glad that uh, Mark from Marshalls hooked this up. Uh, I'm very happy. <laughs> um, so we do have to wrap up, unfortunately. Uh, is there anything that you would like to add or plug or say before we go? Maybe got another show other than the festival? No? <laughs> I do a open mic every Wednesday at the uh, ANAF, Army, Navy, Air Force Veterans Base on uh, 341 Wilton off Grant, if that's, okay. a, if that's okay, if you don't mind. No, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And we can hear some more blues or just anything, really. Yeah. a free concert on the beach in Maui next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly where I was headed, so, right? Yeah, come oh. on down, everybody. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm still trying to sneak into his luggage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Me too. Um, Starts at 8 o'clock. The... the ma- Maui no. or the Dave's concert. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> or the open mic. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, um, thank you guys so much for coming down. Um, for everyone's listening, thanks so much for tuning in to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. We're talking about the first ever and soon to be many Winnipeg Winter Blues Festival, which is happening on Saturday, March 10th at Essence Event Center. Uh, it starts at 3. If you want to get tickets, you got to go to uh, Marshall's Music, which is on Henderson, or go online to rivercitybluesociety.ca. And I will uh, also include a link to... Uh, where you can buy it on winnipegmusicproject.com. Uh, what do you want to say, Tim? I just want to say thanks, guys, for having me on, having letting me have this opportunity to play again. Yeah. No, it's, it's thank, you, thank you for thank being you. part of this. Yeah, like, totally. This is just, uh, uh, like... It's my second one, so I played in the fall and I got invited. So. More to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just such thanks. a wonderful event. Like, it's only meant to... to create like good things for like for blues for the community um, for the musicians for the people who are going to be listening it's just an all-around just wonderful event and i'm really happy that Do i we got get to- free beer just kidding no, i don't drink it's okay. we'll, we'll, we'll talk kidding. later Tim. No, just kidding. <laughs> there's, there's only one, one one thing left to be said that's go jets, go jets. <laughs> so everyone you're listening to the perpetrators we're going to listen to their song uh sweet grass sweet grass let me in Well, I know it's been a long time, but we're coming down. 